Hello, hello, hello. Good morning, everyone. Ooh, fine morning today. Beautiful. Welcome. Welcome to these uh, Crypto Pills. This is a brand new one of my programs. It's the first edition today. So I want to welcome everyone. And uh, the invitation today is to have a discussion. And feel free to come in and comment. But what I wanted to do today is provide my perspective about what's happening today with the world and with the market, with what are we doing today in terms of new economy. It's being noticed and it's being in the news that today, actually, today we get the news of a new crypto coin new token it's actually not that new but it's an exploding token and it's funny enough like uh, I had a conversation yesterday with a pal someone else here uh, when we were talking about uh, the lack of education in general about cryptocurrencies I mean like I myself I've been studying and kind of I have fun with cryptocurrencies and blockchain for the last four years I've been I have lapses where I spend three to four months just start watching videos or reading about the new uh, trends, new tokens, how they work, what is actually a cryptocurrency, how the blockchain works. And I've been, I mean, I, I, don't, I, I haven't been afraid. I can do it for two or three hours. Some days, that's all I do. Today, I spend my days uh, do some tutoring and managing my other business and I got a, like a dual business um, I work with bodies and I work with uh, money the money part is these cryptocurrencies um, what it is is that the healthier your brain is the easier you're gonna get it and you're gonna get to the other side that's actually what happened to me so that's pretty much put it that way what I like to do is just refer to myself so we don't get all caught up into emotions so I'll tell you about myself I'll tell you that I used to have a job and I used to be feeling that I had a future but actually wasn't because the more and more and more I put too much into my job I wasn't really going anywhere there was no future until I found it and I found it two years ago with a body process called Access Bars and from there I discovered that everything I had been researching and studying about cryptocurrencies actually made sense I am very, very I have very ease with numbers I am a kind of numeracy skills guy I can do um, any kind of movements of numbers in my head I can calculate the calculations really quick so it's been easy for me that I can tell you but it hasn't been like overnight thing so pretty much what, what I'm seeing today is like this trend that a coin is all the way up to skyrocketing and we're not even knowing where we're we going with this and people just jump in and the idea of people everyone jumping in is buying low and selling high I want to invite you to just to look at three questions before we continue jumping into this madness of buying and selling crypto or investing in crypto number one is what kind of investor are you 
So I had to ask that to myself, what kind of investor I am. Am I an investor or am I a trader? Or am I a hybrid of both? Well, I discovered that I am more of a trader. My spouse, she's more of an investor. So what that means, let's break out the difference. She's an investor. She is, sees the opportunity. I, uh, she asked me my opinion about, she pretty much get it. She's, she's smart. She learns really fast. She asked my opinion about, hey, um, what, kind of, what kind of tokens I can buy that I can uh, put in there? And I don't really have to worry much about it, that I can buy at certain nominal price and just let the market do its thing. So, yeah, I say, yeah, you're an investor. So if you don't read, she, hasn't, she doesn't have time. She has several businesses. So from the moment she wakes up, the phone is buzzing. There's meetings all day long. We're launching programs. We work together, by the way. We're launching programs. We're going back and forth. And we are very occupied, so she wouldn't have time to stay in the computer and look at the charts. So for more of an investor, I recommended something way more sustainable, way more um, robust. So we look at that. And what I recommended to her at uh, the end of the day, we look at different coins, we look at different energetics, we know what they do, how they support the humanity, and then she made her pick, and then that pick got shrunk into a smaller number of coins, because it's easier actually to manage when you are an investor, the smaller the, the portfolio that you have is actually easier. So that's her. That's an investor. It is about uh, truly believing um, what the value, or truly understanding, asking questions, and really seeing the value of this token for the future and the humanity. And then you buy when, number one, if you have the funds available, you buy when the price is right for you. That is only a, an answer. There's only a question that you want, and it is answered by yourself. Uh, there are some, you can look at some charts, but that's more energetic. And then just hold it, just hold it. That's what happened to a lot of people back in the past nine years ago when um, Bitcoin was created. When Bitcoin was created, was this the first ever cryptocurrency where they issued the coins and everyone was earning coins um, by so the way that get people when people start building Bitcoin and they start mining and creating this all this technology of cloud servers and decentralized clouds and all this decentralized system and imagine that you're gonna replace a building of a bank for a group of people on the cloud. So you gotta go out and find a lot of people that are willing to do the work, that are willing to have servers at their house or their offices, and they're willing to keep that fun functioning 24-7 without interruption. Bitcoin is a large consumer of electrical power. It is an obsolete coin, but it was the first one created. So when all that got created, people who start getting uh, Bitcoin as a payment for their services, they start accumulating them, and all of a sudden, one day, the, uh, 
Bitcoin gained so much value, and we can see it today fluctuating anywhere between 30 grand to $63,000. So that's how all they invested. They started working for Bitcoin. They started producing it. They started moving forward this technology. So that's one of the things you want to look if you are an investor, that what is it that you're in all the way that you're not going to doubt, that you're not going to not hold your position, that you are truly believer and you put your shoulder in. And then that, she got that pretty quick. She does it. She's happy. I mean, like, the more she kind of gets it, uh, she puts a little bit here, a little bit every time she feels that she can. And that's investing. That's investing in cryptocurrency. It took her a minute. It probably we had several conversations. And it's a lot of um, patience to kind of guide someone from what I can perceive about a token and what's coming for the humanity and taking them from step one, from not really knowing what that is. Uh, let's take a look at the other part, which is the trader. That's pretty much... I consider myself a trader. Here's how it goes. I am very dynamic. I got more time. Because as of right now, my business is still developing. So that means I still have the commodity of the time. But I do love to look at charts and play with energetics with cryptocurrency. And I do love to learn about it and the more and more and more I, I learn about blockchain technology, the, the easier for me is to get about what coins or what tokens represent a future for myself, for the humanity. So the, I get bored pretty easy. If I put my everything on one token or portion of it and I just gonna pretend I'm going to wait to get the rush, of the transaction, I'm going to be lying to myself and to everyone else. I like constant rush. I like to get myself in the mud. I like to get dirty every single day, just wake up and get done what, I ha what it has to get, what it has to be done, it gets done. Or at least I get in the mud. Now, of course, I do that. There's a process. There's a meditation process. There's a mindset kind of preparation for that. And um, just I'll add that the fact that you do something to expand your mindset, it's very powerful for this kind of lifestyle. So I'm more of a trader. I get bored. I'm dynamic. My, my, like, I look at my daughter, and she's like my, it's like seeing me. She started doing something, she hasn't finished, she jumped from one thing and started doing something else. And then from that, she comes and eats, and she eats, she says, she says, Daddy, I'm going to eat four French fries and three pieces of meat. And she does that, and then she, she comes, she circles back to the, what she was doing at the beginning. So she's in this constant change. And that's me. I'm all the time changing. I got my waves, I got days where I... My body only wants to look at certain things, just want to do certain other things. And I got other days totally different. But I got to I gotta be myself. I got to really understand, kind of not even understand. I don't want to understand who I am. I just want to be. I just want to stay present with myself. And that's one of the things I do. I like to look at it, look at all different charts. I By now, I know which tokens represent 
more for me, for the humanity, which I, um, am I looking to spend, invest some of, some of the time I have during the day. And that's what I do. I go in, I buy, and then I sell. And then money is steady, and I use stable coins. So that's more of a trader. So that's number. That's one of the things you want to find out before you jump in into this train. And yesterday I got a session. I uh, granted a session to a very um, kind lady in Mexico City. She uh, realized I speak Spanish. She sent me a message in the morning, and she said, "Hey, please, can we talk? It's I, I like finally I saw someone that uh, talks about cryptocurrency." Can we have a chat? He said, yes, we can. Sure. So I granted a session. We look at it. And it was an amazing conversation. And not knowing, she has this tremendous awareness that cryptocurrencies are coming so strong that she felt that if she didn't start learning yesterday, her life wouldn't be, will not be greater. So we talk about it. We discover that uh, a lot of things, a lot of possibilities, and it was it was. The, I had two conversations yesterday actually that gave me the awareness that it was time to start with the my, the crypto pills. So the the what I want to accomplish with these crypto pills is to provide some contribution, to provide some basic knowledge about blockchain and cryptocurrency. Why am I talking all the time about blockchain and cryptocurrency? Because there are two, like the big mama thing is the blockchain, which is a technology that allows you to decentralize or centralize within the decentralization all kind of processes that you run through a software. Um, it has some advantages, it has some disadvantages, but it's a new thing after decentralization we're living today with the world financial system that we have. Today, everything runs through SWIFT code. If there is going to be a movement in between countries of money, it has to go through SWIFT code. And that's an income generator of a financial industry, which is brilliant. But it's just a little... It's centralized, so it's highly vulnerable. If it's uh, slow, it's expensive, it's uh, unreliable, uh, meaning a comma on the address of the recipient or changing the south for north or a misspell on the last name could actually reverse the transaction and it makes it more expensive and it makes it longer. So what if I were to it kind of put that down with an example. Let's use the example of the Swift code versus the blockchain. Today with a Swift code, if anyone would like to send, uh, Toronto, there is a city with a lot of Filipino community. Filipinos are the most, the sweetest person I ever met. They work three jobs, they send money home, they're humble, they don't really argue with anyone, they're happy with each other. That's, they, they come to create. They work so hard. And when they want to send money back home to the Philippines, they go and send a wire. And the wire takes four days. It takes half of a day of, of the person sending the wire because it's tedious, the process at the bank. 
and the person, the recipient of the funds in Philippines will have to wait until the two or three banks, usually it's three, um, it's three banks when there's different currency, two or three, it could be, it could be two, just only. And then they're just waiting and waiting until the money is ready to be deposited into in the recipient's account. And it, anything could happen, a change in the address or a, a mistake, a misspelled, it could just jeopardize the transaction. Now, the cost, it'll be around $70. And it's a little, it's, it is what it is. It is what it is. So, person, recipient has to go to the bank, probably waste some time uh, waiting for the teller, for someone to take care, and then there is a double verification, and if the ID doesn't match exactly what the wires say, well, it, it just provides a lot of, uh, you, you, get, you get the idea. Now, there, there's a blockchain technology which had allowed a token to create a technology which is it's a way to send money internationally via blockchain where, number one, it gets to the other country within minutes, seconds. There is no extra verification because the, the blockchain technology has already a step-by-step a -step inside. It's a, it's a safety protocol building within the, um, within the technology, within the cryptocurrency. So that, that cryptocurrency absorbs the money of the sender, goes through the process, and allows, granted to the recipient, the money in their currency. And they, they do it automatically, and they charge a fee that is way lower than 70 bucks. They do charge a percentage of the transaction. So it could be anywhere from like 3 to $4 for the same 70 bucks you were giving to the bank. And then they also have in Philippines the service that uh, is sort of like an Uber driver that actually carries the cash and drop it at the recipient's point of meeting. <clears throat> so that way, the recipient, number one, the sender didn't have to, excuse me for a second, <coughs> the sender didn't have to waste all the time trying to send a wire. Let's try to send a wire today, see how's that. The timing, it got reduced from four days to probably half an hour, something like that. The recipient didn't have to waste to wait all that time, didn't have to uh, waste four hours out of, out of a day to just go and pick up the cash and then the risk taking the cash to bring it home. So, and then on top of that, the transaction, instead of uh, being charged 70 bucks, it's try to, for someone here knows about Philippine currency, uh, try to convert 70 bucks in Filipino currency, and would you most likely understand that you can actually eat for two weeks with 70 bucks? And then, there you go. You got your money within minutes, you got it delivered at home, and you only pay a few, a nominal fee for that. That's the, that's the uh, best example I could provide at this moment about the difference between today's technology, which is centralized, and blockchain, which is a new decentralized technology. And that's pretty much what it is. It's just optimize all the processes. It reduces the verification. <clears throat> Most cases, the validation is within the cell system. 
and it just makes everyone's lives easier. The threat with that is that the main financial institutions and all the big, big consorts of financial institutions are not going to get that milk anymore. So there is going to be a lack of incomes. All those revenues that all the banks collect every year for uh, international wires, it's going, it's not happening anymore in the near future. So that's a big threat, because today the banks, the financial institutions are not really making money with capitals. They are, most of the most uh, successful banks today and profitables, they're making money out of fees, like the wire transfer or account fees. And they're just doing another strategies like um, credit cards, uh, financing credit cards and that are 24, 21%. And some other countries, like I know Brazil has some sort of like 100%. You pay double when you use a credit card if you don't pay within a certain time. But it's really easy to get money that way. So all that is changing. All that is flipping around. And that's a big part of blockchain. And blockchain very soon is going to find its way. It's going to find a lot of resistance, but that's what is fighting against it. Now, blockchain is a big mama. And on the technology of the blockchain, the tokens are implemented. One of the most brilliant things done on Earth after the Bitcoin was the... Um, the Canadian um, Ethereum. So Ethereum, what it does is, it, imagine it's an upgrade of a cryptocurrency. It's an upgrade that allows you to create your own cryptocurrency. And you can use, you don't have to start from scratch. You can actually can use their platform to create it. What that means is that, is that, Everything that comes through your cryptocurrency, you actually can, it's already handled. All you have to come up with is the concept and the integration. And it comes into a process of it gets verified at the beginning and then gets validated by the same, um, uh, by the same, um, we call it uh, miner, let's call it that way which is the, the server where the transaction was executed, and there is a public record of that. So they, they pretty much, this guy is an alien. It's my respect for his brain and the way how easily they can flow all these future developments into now, and they're able to build that for today. So my invitation to today is ask always three questions. Well, now, you know what, let's make it four questions. I actually started with with uh, three questions, but let's, let's add it this one. Am I an investor or am I, or am I a trader? That's number one. Or am I a hybrid that I like both? Now, the other question is, Every time we have the, this, I, every time I have this impulse of I see a coin that I haven't even remember or recognized and I see going up, first thing I do before I jump is, what is that train? Let me, let me get to know you better. Let me tell you my experience with Dogecoin. Dogecoin was highly manipulated by capital, capitalism, in, uh, especially in North American market. Um, 
there's this uh, genius guy that is the inventor of the Tesla and he is highly manipulating he's, he's actively participating but all this needs funding so one of the trends that we captured from him was that every time he was going into buying Bitcoin he'll make it public on Twitter and on YouTube and on his uh, social media so we all get excited And if the owner of this large company, which is, who is a billionaire, is making money on that, why wouldn't I? And then you jump right in, and everyone jump right in. And then what we don't know is that by the time we jump right in, they already sold everything. They already traded. They short traded. They bought it at a certain price. They made it public. When they made it public, everyone started buying it. And then when everyone started buying it, the the price automatically goes up is a lot of credibility we give to the token and they automatically it's sold at a target price like if you invest a billion dollars on it and you make four or five percent or if you make 20 percent in one transaction you crunch the numbers then you, they, they they sell it the big big large investor we call it the big whales in the market they sell it and then by the time we're jumping in thinking that we're going to uh, get more of this train is coming down. So it sucks. It's just because we that's not exactly what we had planned. I actually wanted to buy cheap, but I wanted to sell high. What just happened? And all these, all these things start happening to us, and it becomes more of a frustration. So with Dogecoin, my experience was that It was going up, and it was going up, and it was skyrocketing, and it was skyrocketing, and we wouldn't even know what was Dogecoin. So when, when you look at Dogecoin, it's a mistake. It's a coin produced for nothing. There's actually nothing about Dogecoin. It was, it was a project that it was done by mistake, but it was highly manipulated. So that was one of the things that kept me away from Dogecoin. Say, There's no future. I mean, like, there is probably people that play around with this and buy and sell, but to me, it does not represent anything. So, to me, to invest on a coin, I really want to know what's that kind of coin going to do. What does it, and how do I see that prevailing into the future, and how does that contribute to the humanity? That coin didn't. So, the second question after what's that train is where is it going? So, give you two examples. We can use Dogecoin, and Dogecoin is nowhere. It could go here, it could disappear, it could go be very valuable. We don't really know. There is not really um, a plan, or there is not really a purpose for this coin. It just exists. What a big difference if you were to look at Ethereum. Ethereum is about to be developed the two upgraded to 2.0 so what that means is it will be even more efficient it'll be less costly and it'll consume less energy that power electrical power i mean it, uh, they have large plants in um in northern um northern canada uh where they they have these um big warehouses with servers and the temperature allows them to eliminate the air conditioning uh, cost and there's there's a lot of functional there's a lot of operation operational developments and, and software 
and is is they they work at the same time beautiful. It's the software and the hardware, and and they keep evolving. And the, the how you can see is this this technology of this token of Ethereum is itself a technology that allows everyone else, if they wish, to come in and create a token with them. And you don't have to be do a lot of work. You don't have to be so smart as the creator. You just gotta be willing to do it and go through the process. You can use their platform. So since we're changing and we're evolving, and we're going these, we're going to a, a, a world, economical world, going that direction. To me, it does represent a future for humanity. To me, it's a powerful, powerful coin and it's going to prevail in the future and that's the way I see it so that has my okay to invest on it because now I know where is it going that's um, that's the second one and, the, and the, the third one and then the last question is what's what's inside I like to know what uh, what actually how they do it I love, I love this concept I'm gonna I'm gonna just give you my experience. One of the beautiful things I've, I discovered by studying the, uh, the currencies, the tokens, is I learned that there is a cryptocurrency called Filecoin. Filecoin is, it could be a solution for many people working from home. So if you have a computer with a lot of capacity, a lot of memory capacity, you can sell that storage. You can rent it. And this um, new concept, it will allow you to work as like supplier of a cloud kind of thing. So that's, that's pretty much what's inside. It's inside of this technology, it's a lot of um, individuals looking to make things work, looking to put in the shoulder in, to put in some work. It's not about just being a digital asset. It's about how can you, what can you do today physically to contribute to this coin. So those are the questions I want to highlight for you today. I do thank you so much for everyone coming here today. I, uh, I'll be back tomorrow at a certain point with another crypto pill. Um, I'm glad if you enjoy it, um, follow. Then you'll get notification when... I'm uh, coming online. If you want to keep your route, fantastic. Have an amazing day, everyone. I'll chat to you later. Bye for now. Mm-hmm.